With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, I heard you were this is HuskerOnline.com, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan, Robin Washett, Nate Klaus. It's time for the weekly mailbag segment. And our interns grow up and they graduate and they move on. We bring in some new interns. And today we're going to bring in one of our newer uh, interns who had kind of been shadowing us here through the football season. But uh, welcome here to the Husker Online family. I'll call it a family because we are a family. Uh, Sean Leatherman, a uh, sophomore UNL student. Uh, Omaha native, Creighton Prep graduate. Uh, Sean, glad to have you on board, buddy. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. All right, well, you got your first installment of the mailbag, and I'm going to tell you again, get an avatar. Um, yeah. <laughs> he, made, he, he made his post on the board, Nate and Robin, without an avatar. Oh, yeah. I learned the hard way. Strike yeah. one. First thing yeah, I noticed. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even read it, actually, because <laughs> you didn't have an avatar. So he, he's got just the, the rival's jersey right. for an avatar, right. and, and he's still and he doesn't have a Facebook account, so he doesn't right. have like just a plethora of pictures available. Right. Um, so you got to get an avatar, but what do you got to start us out with, Sean? All right, so the first question today is, which early enrollee will have the biggest impact this season? Whew. Well, there's 10 of them if you count Isaac Gifford. Um, and I think on man that Edival Malgua I think is is Malga. one Mal, Malga is is where I go right now uh, Va Malga um, I, I just think at inside linebacker the, the road is open for him to get on the field but um, Alante Brown is is right there with me as well yeah that's that's pretty much the two guys i would i would probably go with as well i mean i think you you always have to look at juco guys first and and i think uh malga clements is is the guy on defense that you you have to look at especially given how thin they are at the inside linebacker position and then you know alante brown on the offensive side um you know i know i it sounds like he's been doing great and uh and he's not your you know he's not your typical incoming freshman he's a prep school guy so he's he's a little bit more developed a little bit more seasoned so um i mean those are the two that i think you know probably stand the best chance jordan riley um yeah i mean he could be yeah he could be another one too um i mean they're gonna need him they're gonna need him up front to to go ahead and make an impact but i think i think malga clements is the guy who's probably gonna make a greater impact yeah i think just because it's the nature of his position yeah uh, ample opportunity all right, guys. Do you think Avante Dickerson will go to Ohio State? Um, Nate, I'll let you go first in this one. You know, I mean, it's a possibility. I would say that it's far from a foregone conclusion that he'll end up there. Um, you know, especially with all the new offers he's gotten. I mean, he's added a ton of new offers here over the last couple of weeks, including a lot of a lot of SEC schools that have come in and and offered. And, and so I, I'm sure that. You know he's going to have to try and reevaluate some things and and you know where schools stand. But um, you know I think I think there's going to be three schools that are going to be right at the top for him for you know probably all the way up until he, the time he makes a decision, and that's going to be Nebraska, Ohio State, and Oregon. And you know I, I think that um, you know Nebraska is definitely going to have to fight off the Buckeyes, but I don't think 
that it's a foregone conclusion that he goes there. In fact, I right now, if I had to like pick a school, I would probably say Nebraska is a school that I would pick for him at this point. Well, Nate, what we don't know is how many offers has Ohio State put out to corners, and will they actually put boots on the ground in Omaha this spring and go see him at the school? Um, I mean, there's a couple key pieces of the puzzle there that will really let you know where he falls on their board, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean. Uh, and we'll get a much more clear picture of that this spring, like you said, you know, in terms of um, when they come and see him. You know, is he one of the first guys that they see once they're able to, to hit the road in, this, in the spring evaluation period? Or or is he, you know, kind of a, a guy they swing by late or, or do they come at all? You know, we'll, we'll have a much better idea of exactly where he's at on their board, I think, uh, here in the next couple months. We're taking your questions in the mailbag with Husker Online intern Sean Leatherman. All right, with DeWitt and Walters out and Dawson and Lubbock in, is this the deepest recruiting staff you've seen top to bottom at Nebraska? I mean, there's been some pretty good ones. Bill Callahan had some really good recruiters. I mean, even go to his coordinator back then, Kevin Cosgrove, was he recruited several NFL guys out of St. Louis, Bill Bush, as we know, John Blake, Randy Jordan. Um, that was a really, really good recruiting staff, especially when you take a few steps back and look at it today. The end of the Mike Riley era had some good recruiters. Unfortunately, they didn't have very many. They didn't win very many games, but it is a good staff. There are no, there's no doubt. Date. I mean, there's a lot of good recruiters on the staff right now. Yeah, there's a lot of really good recruiters on this staff, and I, I think they definitely upgraded too with uh, with the two new additions, um, or with Dawson coming back and then uh, the addition of Lubick. But um, yeah, I would probably still give the slight edge to that Callahan staff. I mean, even Dennis Wagner was an underrated recruiter. Um, all the way back on that on that Bill Callahan staff, but um, you know the if you're going to pick a couple of the stars, I mean I think John Blake and Bill Bush could go toe to toe with uh, Ryan Held and Travis Fisher. Uh, I mean I, I think those two could more than hold their own. Well, right and there. as a recruiting head coach, Callahan was as hands on as we've seen at Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, he really was. Like the guy or not, I mean he was he was really really involved. Yeah, he was very involved. He was very organized. He had a plan in place. Um, you know, so like, yeah, like you said, like him or not, he, I mean, they got results on the recruiting front. That's for sure. And those players led to three conference championship game appearances, uh, for, for Bo Pelini once they hit their third, fourth, fifth years at Nebraska. So, uh, what do you got next? Who, who do you think will be the next in-state Nebraska athlete to get offered by the coaching staff? Phew, man. I mean, I, you look, Nate, for the next year right now, for 2021, James Carney at Norris is somebody at tight end that I think you can keep an eye on. I just don't know if he falls in the offer conversation right now. I mean, it, I think they've got their four offers out for 21. I mean, a Nolan uh, Gorzica, I think at one time we thought had a better chance. It, it feels like he's a little bit further down as far as getting an offer goes now. Yeah, I mean, with Nebraska in on Thomas Fedoni and then A.J. Rollins, who they've already offered at the tight end spot, I don't know. <clears throat> you know, Unfortunately for James Carney, I'm not sure exactly how that, how that kind of shakes out. I would probably say the next best player uh, or maybe the next, you know, the player that's closest to getting an offer, maybe Isaac Zadiska at uh, – Henrik uh, – Or, yeah, Heinrich Harburg at, at Kearney Catholic. I mean, those two are probably, you know, next in line, I would say, right now. Um, so And that's later down the road probably? Yeah, I mean, probably camp evaluations. 
Um, I mean, I think both those guys, I know as far as Heinrich Harburg is concerned, you know, he's going to have to come and throw for, for Mario Verduzco and Scott Frost for them to, to kind of see if they're going to offer. And then I'm sure with Zadiska, I mean, he's a guy that every time we see him, he's getting bigger and bigger. Um, and so I, I think that, uh, you know, I think that his camp performance, um, you know, this early June or whenever it's going to be is, is going to be pretty big for him. All right, Sean, we have time for one more question. What do you have to close out with? All right, we'll finish off with use one word to describe your expectation of Husker football in the spring. One word. Um, I, I feel like it's going to be quiet. I, I just don't think there's going to be a lot of effort to push hype, to push stories, um, and that's how they want it, I think. I, I don't think they really want – this to be a big wine and roses rainbow spring. I mean, it, it's get to work, get things done, and and not mess around. I mean, I, I believe that's where it's at right now. Yeah, prove would be mine. We'd go to prove it, but I can only choose one. So they need to actually show that there's some tangible evidence that this program's getting better. Uh, they've been talking about it for a long time since day one, with zero to show for it. This is the off season where you need to go make it happen. So I agree, Sean's going to be locked down. Uh, they're probably not going to be saying a whole lot, and they shouldn't be saying a whole lot. They need to focus on themselves and getting this thing ready to go to make the most of a very difficult schedule coming up this fall. I'll go with competition. I think there's going to be pretty good competition across the board, uh, virtually every single spot, you know, every position. So. Um, yeah, I think that's that's probably the one. Unfortunately, I don't think we'll we'll probably won't hear or see a whole lot of how those competitions are going. But I think that uh, I think this is going to be one of the more competitive springs that Nebraska's had in a long time. Well, Sean, you survived your first mailbag, man. I did. Yeah, it was awesome. Thank you. Now get an avatar um, and get it figured out yeah, for next time. Otherwise, that, yeah. <laughs> you will not hear the end of it. But all right, that wraps it up for Mailbag. When we come back, we'll close it out with some recruiting with Nate Klaus. You're listening here to the Husker Online Show.